It is Tuesday the 19th of September and this is The Splash. Yeah, thanks for joining us on The Splash today. I'm your host, Phil Pryor. And if you're a new listener, welcome. The uh, the Splash is looking to provide a little daily dose of what's making headlines, what's driving traffic over at the Fox Sports website uh, and potentially to a little insight um, and a look behind the scenes here at Fox Sports HQ. Uh, You know, in this building, we see the likes of uh, Mick Ennis walking around most days uh, these days with uh, Fox League up and running the first year of the, the new Fox Sports channel, of course. Benny Eichen and the 360 boys, they eat their Thai food on this very podcasting table about an hour before they go live uh, Monday to Wednesday with their NRL 360 program. Simon Hill, Adam Peacock and the gang, uh, they're talking about firing up the uh, Fox Football podcast for another year uh, down in the Fox Sports podcast bunker. And uh, for all you cricket fans out there, the Fox Sports Cricket Podcast uh, have just published uh, a new episode which is looking at Australia's best 11 heading into the Ashes series this summer. It's an absolute cracker. It goes for about 40 minutes, starring Brett Jeeves uh, as well, uh, one of our favourite content producers here at Fox Sports. So what's on site right now? Uh, Today we've got... The Bull, you know, Western Bulldogs star Jake Stringer, he speaks out about uh, his name being put on the trading block. Um, of course, trade period, uh, such a busy time of year in the AFL world to follow uh, the next two weekends of finals action. Uh, Brisbane Broncos star Andrew McCulloch has detailed uh, the struggles that he has had to go through in the last couple of months since doing an ACL uh, knee injury, uh, a tear of his anterior cruciate ligament, uh, and it's quite a telling uh, piece on at foxsports.com.au. Uh, and sticking with NRL, uh, the team tips, the, the teams for NRL preliminary final weekend are dropping this afternoon, 4 p.m. Uh, if you're listening to this podcast earlier, Join me, I'll be blogging uh, ahead of that action and at 4pm those teams will drop. So uh, stay tuned for that. Head to the website if you want to see the 1 to 17 from 4pm onwards. Uh, And today's Splash will mainly detail uh, news involving the Socceroos and preview the Matildas showdown with uh, Brazil in in Newcastle. Uh, But quickly, Olgan Ulrich uh, drops in on the Splash to talk hoops because... Andrew Bogut, the Aussie star, uh, is reportedly uh, set to announce a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Olgan, welcome to the show. Thank you. This has been a really hectic afternoon here. Yeah, well, tell us about it. So uh, this is kind of the big news we, we've been waiting for here at Fox Sports. From, a, from the basketball perspective, it was, it was the next piece of news, uh, you know, ready to happen. It was, we were waiting for it because he's the last Australian to sign. Every other Australian in the NBA has a team. Um, And this one kind of caught us off guard as well. You know, he's going to the Lakers. It wasn't a team that was put out there as one that he could sign with. Uh, But now that it's come out, it makes a bit of sense. Uh, It's it's quite interesting. And, you know, we found out that the the Celtics were interested. The Timberwolves made a a really big Mm -hmm. offer for him, according to David Aldridge of uh, NBA.com. And the Cavaliers as well. So... Uh, a lot of contenders who were going for him. Yeah. So it's interesting to see him sign with a, an up-and-coming team like the Lakers. But 
you know, he's been in the West Coast before when he was at uh, San Francisco at Golden State. Um, so this is this is a really cool move, especially for Australian basketball to have someone at the Lakers, the first Australian to have a, a roster spot on that team. You know, this is this is fun times for us. Uh, in other sports, when you see a veteran uh, sign for an up and coming team, it potentially they're they're looking further down the track. You know, it's a, it's an opportunity to start coaching. Is, is that something that maybe appealed to Bogut in this situation? You know, I, I think a lot of things came into to play. I assume that that might as well. You know, he's um, he knows he's reaching at least toward the end of his career. So coaching is something he probably would be interested in. Um, the location would have played a big factor for him. The idea of being a kind of championship veteran, that kind of presence on an up-and-coming team with a lot of rookies, um, with a rookie like Lonzo Ball who's expected mm-hmm. to be a star in the league, um, you know, I'm sure that that appealed to him as well. Um, and even just the, the idea of this team potentially becoming good in the future, this this you know, one-year deal could act as a trial of sorts where yeah. he's got this one-year deal. It's for the veterans minimum, uh, which for Bogut is $2.3 million, um, <laughs> which is a minimum. It's a nice minimum. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, you know, if, if this team does well enough and, you know, they've got some cap space next season, so they'll sign some good players and they could be a contender. And so, you know, Bogut could be, you know, edging for his spot saying, hey, look look what I can do for you this year. Maybe next year when you guys are a contender, I can do that same thing. So it's yeah. it's almost like a trial for next season. Huh. Are you one of those reporters that uh, doesn't like to reveal who you support? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I am. <laughs> well, no, because when I joined this company, I, I supported a team and I still do support a team, but <laughs> I try to keep it completely separate and, and independent from what I do for this. Uh, well, I've really, I've really thrown you <laughs> under the bus now, but are you Thank excited you. to have him at the Lakers? I am. Yeah, look, I entered this company as a Lakers supporter. <laughs> Thank you, Philip. Um, and no, look, I, I keep, I keep my support for that team completely independent from what I do um, for my job, yeah. but it is exciting. Yeah. Um, and just as an Australian, it's quite exciting because you have an Australian basketball player playing for the, the Lakers. You have Aaron Baines, also an Australian playing for the Celtics. Um, I mentioned this on Twitter before. Ben Simmons is about to debut. Mm. Um, you know, just everything is kind of lining up for Australian basketball. So, um, you know, this is this is a really cool thing, and um, I hope everyone gets a, gets around it. For an, for a journalist, for an Australian journalist, it's cool to have an Australian on the West Coast again because mm. it was it was nice when Bogut <laughs> was was in Golden State in the Bay Area. And then we just didn't have one for a little bit. And we've had Ben Simmons over in Philly, which is cold. It's a nicer um, time to watch those West Coast games. Too. Oh, totally. Yeah. And, and yeah, and for us, it's it's cool because we'll have Ben Simmons at, at Philadelphia. So we'll get that kind of 7 p.m. Eastern game. And then the Lakers will play in that 10, 10.30 Eastern game, uh, which is right after it. So hopefully we'll be able to catch as much basketball as we can. And thank you, Andrew Bogut, for that. It's an exciting time for Australian basketball fans. Olgan, thanks for joining the Splash. Thank you. Now, it's time to talk football, and we have our uh, one of the Fox football gurus in to do that, Guru. Dave Weiner. <laughs> How are we, How, sir? Good, Phil. How are you? Good. Welcome back to the Splash. Good to be back. Good to be back. Um, you, were, you, you did very well for us last week, uh, and today... Uh, we've got, it's a, it's a special little uh, segment because we're going to be talking the Socceroos and the Matildas. I reckon let's save the best for last uh, and we'll start with the Socceroos. <laughs> that's, that's, that's just plenty that the, the tide is turning towards the Matildas, but it's nice to have both national teams 
front and centre in mm. in uh, in sort of the narrative and, and talking points across Australian sport. Look, today, Ange Postecoglou named a preliminary 30-man squad for this Syria playoff. It's the make-or-break playoff. Uh, first league in Malaysia, October 5, back return leg after the A-League's opening round in between in Sydney on the Tuesday. I think it's the 10th. Uh, look, this is a 30-man squad. It's preliminary. We'll wait to see who how form and fitness goes over the next week until it's whittled down to the 23 that will go to Malaysia. And you would suspect that the majority of the 23 will come from the group that did play against Japan and Thailand. Yep. Uh, however, the interesting talking points from today is the mission of Matthew Spiranovic, uh, the defender who plays in the second division of China. There are a few warning shots from Postacoglu in the lead up to the game that that level wasn't high enough. He was brought in, yep. back in, because he is usually when fit a, a regular of this side. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from what I understand, he is playing in China and he just hasn't been picked in this game. Uh, there is no injury concerns. We'll get that clarified next week when Postacoglu uh, addresses the media with his 23-man squad. But yeah, he has been admitted. Um, and then the other interesting selection are the players that are either being picked as backups wake-up calls for those in the team over the next week or are genuine bolters. And the biggest bolter of them all is Nikita Rukovitsia, who's a 30-year-old playing in Israel with Maccabi Haifa, who we haven't seen for the Socceroos since 2014 in the World Cup qualifying path to Brazil. So given that this squad has become quite an, an established core or developed quite an established core over the last couple of years, to see someone brought in from the cold at this point is very surprising. Yeah, He is scoring to start the Israeli season. He's scored four in cup and league action um, over the opening month. So he brings goals, he brings confidence, and he br- brings, you know, no, uh, he's no stranger to the international setup, even though it's been a couple of years. But it is a surprise to see him brought in from the Colts. So I can't mm-hmm. wait to see if he's brought in next week. And the other interesting thing is that the players that have been brought in to pad out the squad, what you've got is a number of players who can play out wide, playing that wing-back position where um, there have been question marks over Australia for two reasons. One, Brad Smith and Alex Gersbach, uh, who is the first choice there. Um, people will debate on both sides of the fence, but you've got Aziz Bage, um, who's been brought back in. Craig Goodwin from the Eredivisie in Holland has been brought back in. Um, so they both fire on that side. And Josh Risden uh, has been brought in on the right. Because Matt Leckie has had no backup um, down the right, he is indispensable. Mm. But also because Matt Leckie has done so well playing further forward in the Bundesliga of Hertha Berlin, that is more food for thought for Postecoglou heading into this camp. So that's a snapshot of the 30. We'll mm. see what happens when it's whittled down to 23. As I said, I imagine most of it will be fairly predictable. But when there's those extra names put on the fringe, you just never know whether any of them will uh, make their way into the final 23. Yeah, if I'm going to put you on the spot, Dave, firstly, how, how different uh, can you expect... Uh, you know the the eleven and and the bench to look compared to the last uh, two games, um, Thailand and Japan. And secondly, how different can we expect their um, the way they play to to change given uh, the criticism that it's copped in the last couple of weeks? Well, I think the splash is a twenty minute all sport podcast where we've probably got about five minutes with the <laughs> clock ticking. Yeah. And I'm one pre- minute. One minute and one I'm pretty minute. sure we've done forty five minute podcasts for the soccer specifically on this topic. So okay, okay. in a one minute answer, Postacoglu, I would be staggered and fall over if he 
bow to the criticism of the formation. I think the formation yep. will stay. I think this squad selection hints at that with those players that I've just mentioned. Yeah. I think that Milayedinak's inclusion will be a key domino to oh, yeah. where the cards fall in terms of how different the 11 looks. I can't see him playing 180 minutes in that five-day period. So mm. um, I, I do think once you place him into the 11, the cards will fall around that. Um, I think you'll find that... Um, in terms of the players that we used last time, it won't change true wildly from that. It'll just be like a, you know, it's a bit like a permutation. They'll just, it'll um, differ slightly in terms of the way he approaches the game. Overall approach, particularly playing against Syria, it will not change. He will go out there, despite all the criticism of what's happened in the past and the execution, he will go there and say, against a side who are underdogs, we have to go out there get a girly goal from dictating the play and take it from there. The big test that we're all waiting to see is whether that actually does happen because that's been the rhetoric for the last year and a year and a half. But probably in 2017, uh, we haven't been seeing... There's been a lot of talking the talk, but not necessarily from the players walking the walk. So... Yeah, that's that's where we see where we see it going, and, and lots to talk about over the next two, three, four weeks. Okay, uh, if you do want to have a look at that full squad, of course, head to uh, the Fox Sports website um, forward slash football. Absolutely, uh, we've got a, a big yarn up there about the squad. Uh, we've also been covering the Matildas Absolutely. in some detail. Australia's best sporting team by the length of the straight. <laughs> Well, that in, on the even the AFL Fox Footy podcast mentioned that last night. They're by a country mile, they're our most successful team at this point in time. Well, you have to just stand and applaud for a couple of reasons, and the re- that's a very easy. People love throwing out big lines, but you have to look at it pound for pound for what this team is doing. Mm. They're winning trophies on an international stage. They're beating the top five teams now regularly yeah. on a global scale. They are full of endearing and wonderful personalities mm. and they are just damn good. When you go out and you watch them, you sit back. I actually um, had the pleasure, well, I say not the pleasure, I had the enjoyment of not covering the game on the weekend and I sat down and just watched it and got to enjoy seeing a 15,000 sold out crowd at Penrith watching Australia take on Brazil yeah. and the irony of it being the Brazilians who are kicking the you-know-what out of the Australian girls. And that was just tremendous to see, and a credit to Alan Stajic and the entire uh, team and the entire setup there for what they've done and the, the noise that has been made around it, which is only positive. Um, and they get the chance to take the road show to Newcastle tonight, 7.30 p.m. kickoff on Fox Sports, of course. Live rolling blog, match centers on foxsports.com.au. Um, and, you know, at a time where Australian sports national sides aren't <laughs> doing us a, a hell of a lot of favours for the for the, our sporting morale. That's why the Matildas have informed at the right time for the sports popularity because we want to latch on to this success. And with major tournaments coming up, Asian Cups, World Cups, you, you cannot back against the Matildas doing really, really well because when you speak to the players, they've always known they've got the capability of challenging or beating the big teams. What this mm. Tournament of Nations earlier this year did was put them in a week long set of fixtures and they prevailed with silverware on the line at the end of that so they now know that they're capable of winning even though that was a sort of contrived tournament it was an exhibition tournament they did win it 
Yeah. And that's invaluable for them moving forward. And I can't wait to see what they do. I can't wait to see the the the, uh, the hype continue. And, mm. you know, I hope that continues tonight. I know there'll be a few changes. Yeah, well, that's um, what we, we saw on, on the website. Um, it, it, the, we're expecting from that 2-1 win over Brazil Saturday night in Sydney... Up in Newcastle tonight, we're expecting at least three new faces, seven uh, positional changes potentially, um, because as you said, Alan Stajic, he wants to um, he wants to to get a, a good look at some players ahead of the Asian Cup next year, which is really the next you know um, thing in the distance that that we're now focusing on. Yeah, absolutely. On. And there are a lot of absolutely fabulous young players coming through the ranks, and what this game will allow Stajic to do is provide the same approach that got this current team into this perfect storm now, where they're all the same age, they've come through together, they're exposed to international football at the same time. And what a fortunate position to have this game here to allow the next generation to come through and get that same sort of taste. Sure, the Newcastle crowd wants to see your Sam Kerr's, Lisa Devanna's, Caitlin Ford's in full yeah. flight. Absolutely, we all do. Um, but opportunities like this are too good not to give yeah. uh, other players a chance to state their claim as well. And uh, on that note, just to touch on what we were saying before with Sam Curlis and Devanna and co, it's just a credit to them that on the big stage where it was almost like it was an exhibition where people were going to see them play. Not only did they perform, but they provided highlights reels that carried the Matildas across the national sporting um um, media landscape, mm. whether it be mainstream TV bulletins, front page of local papers. Uh, of course, we're going to push them on the, on foxsports.com.au because we have, for as long as I can remember, us covering football here. Um, we set but the it's agenda great, here at We Fox do, Sports. but it's great to see it cut through and it's because of those girls who have made themselves accessible to the media. Yep. They've been giving great stories, great anecdotes, but they've been matching it with their feet on the field with their feet. So I hope they go really well tonight and it's another great display. The thing, as women's sports, and we will be quick, as women's sports continue to rise in popularity, um, particularly in Australia, but also around the world, you actually get more character out of the players because that you you know you yeah. don't have the, the whole media game attached to it and, and the egos at play. You know, they're just more down to earth and they're happy to be themselves. Um, and that really comes through it's in really the way that it's point. covered. It's a really good point. And it's why a lot of former Matildas, when you speak to them now, say that what this team is is what we want every Australian yeah. team to be. You yeah. feel like you can relate to them. You feel like you know them. Yeah. And the reason why you do is because they, we know their personalities. Yeah. There's nothing contrived. Yeah. And yeah. I even made the comment the other day that it looks like the, the, the team themselves are enjoying this wave at the moment because you go on social media and they are particularly active. The best example being Sam Kerr yeah, looking that to was great. track that down Lucas Neal's yeah, uh, cut-up jersey <laughs> and jersey owner and, and give him a, a, a real one. But that just said so much about yeah. the changing of the yeah. guard in terms of um, the, you know, the, the personality and, and, and the way the Matildas have become so mainstream. And uh, yeah, as I said, you just look at them on social media and, and they're engaging with it in a really delightful way and, and um, it's, it's endearing and long may that continue. Very refreshing. As we said, the Matildas, they're on show in Newcastle tonight. Head along all you Novocastrians uh, and those north of Sydney. Well, you know, just just head up the highway if, if you're in Sydney why and you've not? got a couple of hours yeah, up your sleeve. 7.30 on Fox Sports live coverage. Absolutely. Of and, course. Um, as I said, foxsports.com.au if you can't watch it. Plenty of video highlights and reaction from our team as well. Thanks very much for joining the Splash, Dave. Absolute pleasure.
Uh, and that will wrap us up on this Tuesday for the splash. Uh, my name's Phil Pryor. Uh, that is a wrap. Bye.